You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and... What the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at Rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. Now, some people like to focus on you know the importance of being lucky i for one am a big believer in the importance of timing i think timing is is essential especially you know in the nft space it's essential uh podcasting you know there's a lot of places where timing kind of comes in uh to bat like kind of perfectly for what we have going on in life and like how things make sense and i'll tell you in the NFT space, you know, I think timing is is one of those things that you really have to uh, work towards, right? Like, and I think you know, I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but you know, doing research and understanding what the the best product, you know, projects are that are coming up is one thing, but you know, having the liquidity and the strategy and really the you know the the actually base layer of what you're doing in place to take advantage of that is all about timing, right? And so I think of this as, you know, timing is such an important aspect here. And, you know, we're doing part two of uh, this, you know, two parts on, you know, where do we find uh, NFTs to mint or what are the, where are the places to go? And, uh, you know, it's so funny because, you know, yesterday we did part one and I wasn't sure if I should have broken it up into two or maybe done just one long episode. But uh, the cool part about it is um, last night I was able to mint a Matrix uh, NFT. Uh, and for those that aren't aware, um, Matrix, the movie uh, that's coming out, uh, Warner Brothers teamed up with Nifty's. Uh, to do the, one of the largest NFT drops that we've ever heard of, uh, which was 100,000 um, avatars, uh, Matrix avatars. And the uh, the amount of people that showed up uh, on the drop was way more uh, than they expected. And it actually, uh, the, the, the minting was supposed to start at 1 p.m. Eastern time uh, on Tuesday. And I actually minted my avatar at, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Uh, they ended up having some massive uh, tech issues, uh, not really on the team side. It was they were using a different blockchain and, and so on. Uh, but I was able to mint, um, you know, the the max amount, which was five um, Matrix avatars, and one of them will be part of the the Mint 365 team. And the, and the neat part about it was they did it for fifty dollars, which was you know, very low in the sense of um, you know. NFT minting. Um, and they also, you know, did it, they, you know, they did some things they adjusted and I'll probably do a whole episode in the future just on, on my thoughts on how well they did, you know, shout out to the, the Nifty's team on their transparency and open communication, both on Twitter spaces, but also in their discord, um, as everybody was kind of going through the process yesterday. And then, uh, today, you know, the NFT I've had my eye on for a while now um, is one that's called the Last Raptor House, right? The Last Raptor um, is the one, uh, and they call themselves the, you know, the not your typical NFT collection. And when I see that, I'm like, oh, great, what is that actually going to mean? But the the piece that I that I thought was so cool about this was that 
they're actually doing, you know, part of their uh, roadmap, part of what they're actually rolling out is this advanced NFT portfolio optimizer. Um, and so it's kind of a, a neat piece of software underneath of um, their, you know, of their NFT. And it's built actually on a project or a piece of software that, you know, is, you know, the goal is actually for, you know, every NFT holder to actually have uh, the software that they are rolled out. And I'll, and I'll include the link um, in the actual uh, show notes. It's uh, nftul.io. Um, and it's really interesting. It, you know, they, but the cool thing about it is if you hold the uh, NFT, you're going to get uh, special access and some features and functionality and you know, additional things for that. And I thought that was such a smart a neat way of doing it because technically by holding the NFT, we're helping fund the development of that software. And we also are the ones that will be using the software. So it's like almost creating your own little test bed. Um, and they did a raffle system for um, the minting of their NFTs. And uh, so I was able to get that NFT uh, today for, um, for mint 365. And then I also got one uh, for myself as well. But the reason I said the timing was such a, a really funny thing about it is the way I actually discovered the last Raptor House, which is the one that I minted um, today, was actually TikTok. And the way that I actually discovered the Matrix NFT that I jumped in and purchased yesterday was actually a blog post that came up on a tool that I, ca- that I use called Flipboard. And the reason I say that the timing of this episode kind of fits in is I'm going to walk through some of the tools. I'm going to walk through some of the ways that I'm finding and sorting um, the different uh, NFTs to, to kind of, uh, you know, kind of keep my eye on. But, you know, part of this project with uh, the Mint 365 project is that, you know, our goal, once we, once we release our NFTs ourselves, right, we're releasing 22 founders NFTs and 365 uh, superfan uh, NFTs. Once we release those, which will be the, the, the email will be going out very soon uh, for those on the whitelist, and also it'll be posted in the Discord um, in the very near future. Um, the idea is that people will be able to, uh, you know, add their projects that they discover or find um, to the roadmap to like, you know, so that we can look at them, analyze them together and then decide if, you know, if that's the one we want to go in on for this Mint 365 project. And I will tell you, like, you know, I mentioned this in, in the last episode, uh, you know, really around this mindset, but I, I really do think finding like your tribe of people and people that you can lean on. And even if you're all starting um, at the same time, maybe it's because you guys, you know, have different perspectives, different um, experiences, right? I am not an online gamer. Gaming is not something that I, I have a background in. And so having someone in my you know, circle that is very familiar with the gaming space is, is, is vital, right? I, I'm not, you know, I'm doing some stuff in the metaverse now, but not fully immersed in the metaverse yet. You know, I have one, uh, someone that's in kind of my inner circle that is um, fairly knowledgeable in the, the metaverse side. So that, that helps um, as well. And I'll say, you know, uh, you know, the places, you know, like the two places right now that if you were going to ask, you know, every person that, you know, is talking NFTs, the two places they're going to say that you need to be are Twitter and Discord, Twitter and Discord. No, and I 100% agree. Like Twitter is amazing right now for the NFT crypto space and Discord. Really, I got pulled kicking and screaming into Discord, um, and now I'm I'm in it all day, every day, and you know, got notifications on. 
But I will say that there's two things. I'm going to give you a couple, a couple of tweaks on both of those, right? Just getting into a bunch of discords just makes you have a lot of noise, right? Like I have over 200 servers on my main discord account and it's just, it's become obnoxious and I'm slowly scaling back. I think we're, we're back to like 130 um, servers at the moment and I'm, I'm still trying to work on that. But they have a functionality that actually allows you to have your own server that is just for you. And then you can actually follow channels across multiple servers. And when those channels are posted into, it'll actually pop into that singular feed that you create. Now, if that sounds complicated, I do have a video on it. I, it is, uh, I walk through the steps on that um, in the episode uh, of the podcast that is on Discord. But I will tell you, that has helped me immensely. The other thing that's really helped me with Discord is that on my desktop, I have notifications off pretty much completely, not completely, but almost off completely, except for you know our Discord that we run our, our, ourselves and, of course, DMs. Um, but on my phone, I have a different uh, notifications turned on. And what I found is I really like the notifications, like looking at like the bulk notifications on my phone rather than I do a kind of like on the desktop and it distracting me. So like that's another little tip for those that are trying not to get overwhelmed on Discord. You know, if you're using the desktop app or even the browser, you can actually, you know, really modify the notifications that you're dealing with there and then have different notifications set up for you on the actual mobile device. And, and that to me is, is a way to really, you know, make Discord work for you. The other part of it is I'm a big believer, you know, I go into a Discord I turn off notifications for all channels and then I spend a good 30 minutes in that discord trying to figure out which channels I want to enable notifications back on just for individual um, you know, channels across uh, the board, which I definitely highly, highly recommend uh, you take that approach. Now, Twitter. For those that don't know, Twitter has been my favorite platform since 2012. Uh, I have about 130,000 followers on there. I was verified on Twitter um, back in 2015. Uh, I've ran some of the largest Twitter chats that have uh, you know ever existed on uh, on the platform. I one point wrote and, and was trying to petition to become the CEO uh, of Twitter um, in kind of a joking manner. And I'm a big fan of Jack, and I know Jack just left Twitter. But if you have if you're not on Twitter right now and you uh, you want to take the NFT space seriously, you need to go create an account. Like I'm that serious about. Like I believe you don't even have to be posting much on Twitter. You have to be listening. Twitter is, you know, as much as it, you know, I call Twitter an unfiltered fire hose of real-time public conversations happening in, you know, in the in the public eye, right? So it's a it's a real-time fire hose of conversations. But what is beautiful about it is there's lots of ways for things to appear in your feed. And I believe Twitter it has really figured out the algorithm. Like compared to Facebook and Instagram, right? Like I don't ever see the stuff I want to see on either of those platforms. And I still use Facebook and Instagram a lot. But Twitter has really dialed in their, um, their algorithm. So you can follow people. You can follow topics. Um, you can actually, you know, follow Twitter lists, which I'll get into in a minute. Um, and then you can also, um, you, you know, really kind of tweak um, your settings based on some of the new, you know, if you follow, if you find one person to follow, it'll actually uh, pop up oftentimes and ask if you want to follow all the people that are similar to that person that you are not following. So they have some like really, you know, interesting things there. 
But I will say, you know, Twitter Spaces, which is the Twitter live audio piece, which you have to join via, um, if you want to participate, you have to join via your mobile phone. Um, you can listen on your desktop, but you can't actually join in the conversations. Twitter Spaces are amazing. For me, when I'm trying to to really validate um, if someone is you know trustworthy either an influencer um someone that i'm following on twitter maybe it's a project head of a of a of one of the nft projects i just jump into the twitter space and listen i want to listen to are they you know are they willing to say i don't know how do they treat people that ask them tough questions how do they handle you know haters or trolls and those kind of things so i really really love twitter spaces for what that offers I will also say I mentioned this before. You know, Twitter hashtags are nice, so you can um, you can check out like hashtag NFT community, um, hashtag NFT drops. I'll put a couple of them in the um, show notes here for those that want to check that out. Uh, the different hashtags that you, that I use, but the hashtags can be really gamified pretty easily. Um, so I actually use Twitter lists, and I use a, a tool on my desktop um, that allows me to see all of my lists or the list that I set up. Um, in all in one screen and it's called tweet deck. It's actually owned by Twitter. Now Twitter bought it many years ago. Um, they don't have a mobile version. They don't really, um, they have a, a browser version that's okay, but I actually use the Mac Mac version of tweet deck. It's free. I believe it's free. Um, and what it's really nice is it allows me to set up different columns for my different Twitter lists. So I don't follow everybody that I, you know, maybe I'm not following everybody or maybe I, you know, I have some lists that are private, some lists that are public, right? So I have somewhere like I'll have like companies that I want to, um, that I want to keep an eye on, right? Like that'll be a name of a Twitter list. Um, for the NFT space, I have like NFT uh, rug pullers or NFT frauds um, as a private Twitter list that I put up there because I want to see what they're like talking about because I want to avoid some of the stuff that they have going on. And so you can create these private or public Twitter lists and I work hard at like curating them. And if you just go to my account, you can actually look at all the public ones. And what's neat is, you don't have to go create your own from that. You can just simply hit follow that Twitter list and then you can actually go on your phone or on the desktop or on that other tool that I was talking about and browse by the actual Twitter list itself, right? And, and you can do that on your um, phone now as well for those that aren't aware. Um, what you do is you just pin a Twitter list in your settings and then at the top of your mobile browser, it'll actually allow you to swipe left um, and switch your from your normal home feed to a Twitter list feed, which I think is really, really um, valuable. You know, I follow a, a lot of people on Twitter and people always ask, like, how do I handle that? It's because I don't really ever look at the main feed. I'm more often than not looking at either the algorithm feed that the Twitter kind of, uh, you know, kind of makes as the news feed, or I'm looking at an actual Twitter list. And those Twitter lists are, are much more filtered down with a couple hundred people in their max, not 60,000 or whatever it is that I'm currently um, following on Twitter. And so I can't say enough um, about, you know, Twitter and Discord both being valuable. Twitter, uh, the three things I would think about are Twitter lists, Twitter hashtags, and Twitter spaces. Um, definitely check out those for that. Um, you know, and you can also follow hashtags as well. So it's something to think about um, saving some of the hashtags um, in your in your uh, phone. And then, of course, on Discord, I mentioned, you know, managing your notifications differently on each and then also, um, you know, making sure that you kind of understand what you're getting into a Discord. Now, beyond those two platforms, I mentioned that I actually discovered this last Raptors project on TikTok. 
Now, TikTok, I love TikTok as a consumption platform. I just love, it's very entertaining. The algorithm, I believe, is the best in the business. Um, I, I do create some TikToks, uh, you know, one, one or two a week, um, but I'm not, you know, a very successful uh, TikToker and I'm not going to be uh, going viral there anytime soon. But there is some great content there. Now, I will say there are also a lot of people that are just kind of faking it over there on TikTok because uh, the audience is, uh, I would say, I wouldn't say the audience is naive, but there's just less people talking about NFTs. Therefore, like the ones that are, are talking about it seem to have a fairly large following. Yet many of them, I like look into them and I'm like, oh, that is not someone I would want to listen to. But there are some that I've listened to and kind of the way I validate a TikTok person for like credibility is I'll listen to, you know, go through a couple of their, um, of their you know, videos. I'll look if they're talking about product, you know, like uh, different projects or if they're talking about like um, strategy or mentality as a whole. If they're talking about projects, I, I'm going to go. I usually try to go find their OpenSea account or I go find their Instagram or Twitter account um, and try to dive deep and just see like, okay, do they talk about this everywhere? Um, is it a project that they invested in and kind of like thinking of it like at that level? Um, I will also say, you know, like one of the other um, projects that Mint 365 um, actually uh, minted was the Crunchy Cows is actually the name of the of the NFT project. And the reason that we minted that is I actually think the creator of um, that NFT has done a really great job of creating some really great TikTok content. And that was like my way of rewarding him and thanking him um, for um, the content he's putting out because he's really just been explaining his journey of, of creating the art, you know, getting them minted and now, now, you know, going through the process. And so TikTok has been an interesting one. Now there are, are also Facebook groups that have um, that are NFT driven. Um, of course, there are a bunch of Instagram accounts um, that are uh, NFT driven. We do have one here um, for the podcast. So if you just search uh, NFT 365 podcast on IG, um, you can check that out. We will be um, right now we're posting uh, mostly the NFTs that we are uh, minting, but we do have a, a pretty cool content plan coming there for Instagram. But both Instagram and Facebook, like I, I feel like it's a lot of noise, a lot of project focused um, content. And I will tell you, that's one of the things that I do is I, I really want to, if someone only talks about the projects that they're excited about, I'm not listening to them, right? I want to know people that are sharing like strategy and insights and what their goals are. And then I must, I'm going to, I'm going to out, I'm going to look at those and say, okay, is based on what their goals are, based on what they care about, is this aligned with what I'm thinking, right? This person could be a great, you know, NFT um, influencer or content creator, but if their, their approach is not the approach that I'm currently um, looking to take, you know, in my uh, NFT portfolio, I'm not going to follow their content because it's not going to lead me to the path that I'm looking for. So, those ones are are pretty good. I will say, um, you know, I mentioned this this uh, this other tool called Flipboard, um, Flipboard.com. It's a there's a iPad app, a mobile phone app. It's a browser as well. Um, I use it every single day, every day uh, for thirty minutes a day. I consume content on there. I don't go to anyone's websites. I don't I don't go read a bunch of random blogs on random websites. This tool allows me to curate. Um, actual content. And so it actually shows up in my feed. And if I, if I like something, I add it to a, a folder or a magazine that they call it. 
if I don't like it, they're not going to show me more content like that. And I've been using the tool uh, for over five years now. And so it really dials in the content for me. And so when, um, when the Warner Brothers made the announcement that they have partnered with Nifties, um, it actually showed up there in my Flipboard. And so I was able, I read it there. I put it, I put the, the date of their mint and I, and I put their Discord server in my spreadsheet. And um, that's kind of how I learned for it. And then we ended up kind of minting it um, from there. Uh, so that was kind of a, a neat use case there for Flipboard. I'll include a link. Um, I'll include a link to Flipboard, but I'll also include a link um, to the NFT magazine that I've been creating. Uh, every good, uh, or every valuable blog post that I've found around NFTs, I've put into that folder. All right, now we're going to get into a couple of the tools. Now, <clears throat> OpenSea is a, is a great marketplace for NFTs. But they also have um, some statistics, you know, they have a stats um, filter, you know, across the top. Uh, they also have their, their explore button, right? So if you, hit, if you go to OpenSea.io, uh, OpenSea.io, you can actually explore current collections um, based on some of the topics they have. And then you can look at stats and you can look at um, the rankings that they actually rank. And you can rank by like seven days, 30 days, all time. Um, you can even rank um, based on the chain that you want to follow. So it could be Ethereum, um, uh, Polygon, or uh, Clayton. And you could even do it by categories, right? If you only want to look at like trading card uh, NFT. So OpenSea does a pretty good job. But I will say most of what you're seeing there is secondary market uh, traffic. So you're, if you are, you know, if you listen to yesterday's episode, if you're in that category one where you want to mint an NFT before it goes live, you're trying to get in on that low price and you're, you're, trying, you're a little bit more risky because you're, you're betting on uh, the project before it's really been launched and you haven't seen, really seen the art. But if you're in that arena, the, the OpenSea one, it doesn't really work as well as finding uh, content. But if you're in the other two places, if you're looking for a, um, you know, a solid project to jump in that is you know, four to six weeks old or even one that's you know, four months old, you know, OpenSea.io is a, is a great place to kind of go into their analytics, kind of play around and see what is, uh, you know, valuable for you there. Now, the there are some other ones. I'm going to drop some of these other um, links and names. Um, I mentioned yesterday, you know, our last episode, Rarity Tools. So Rarity.Tools um, in your browser. Um, it's a great, you know, uh, site for that allows you to kind of see the rarity of existing um NFTs, but they also have like an upcoming section. And I will say, you know, the upcoming section there, it does seem to be fairly well um, curated, but sometimes uh, the projects, you know, that they list aren't projects that are, you know, I would say, you know, ones that are at a level where I, you know, I kind of think they need to be, but I feel like they do a pretty good job there. And the other nice thing about their, their uh, solution is you can kind of like, you can see ones that are like just recently got posted on to rarity tools. So if you're looking to jump in a project, like in that first week, um, rarity.tools is a great place to go because you're going to see that it's listed. You're going to see, a, they're going to give you a lot of data. Like, um, what is the average trading price? They're going to give you, what is the, you know, um, you know, activity over a certain amount of time. What is the rarity level? Um, you can even go in and say, you know, I want to, I want an NFT at, you know, you know, let's say you, you pick the NFT that you want. Um, you can actually say like, I, what are the, what's the average price that is, you know, being sold for this NFT with this property. So there's, you know, it's a pretty neat, allows you to kind of, you know, kind of drill down in there. The other tools that are available, you have, um, NFT calendar.io. Um, you have NFT insider.io. 
And then you have iftx.us. And I'm going to include all these links in the, in the show notes. Um, these three tools, you know, the, a lot of this is, you know, we're all figuring this out as we go. And there's really everyone's launch schedule, launch plan is different in the NFT space. Some people, um, you know, plan a launch for weeks and months in advance. Others, you know, aren't sharing the day they're going to go, uh, you know, launch their NFT uh, until three or four days beforehand. Some of them don't share it publicly until the day that they're actually launching it. So it can be very difficult. I will say the, the, the thing that I struggle with when it comes to tools like this, filtering the noise and bringing you information is if like, if I Google, you know, great tools to discover NFTs, whatever tools that are popping up there, the first thing that goes in my head is that that's what every person is probably using. And so I, for one, like to think differently than what every other user is using. Or if I know that everyone's using the same tool, I'm going to try to use that tool. Maybe I'm going to filter down a little bit more, or maybe I'm going to become more of an expert on that tool to kind of figure out what is you know happening, what is going on. The other thing that we are seeing pop up, and it kind of combines these tools um, with Twitter, um, as well as like Google Alerts and Google Trends, is that there are there are some really great bots um, on Twitter, and, and I say bots as in. Um, their you know automation where once something is either posted to their website or posted to a certain uh, site or even in some cases if it's posted um, you know if they submit to OpenSea uh, for a verified account or they maybe they're they're registering their um, ENS domain um, some of these bots will actually tweet out uh, the the link and things that are going on and so I actually created a Twitter list uh, you know it's called NFT Mint Bots. Uh, I'll include it here um, in the list as well. But what I did with that is I also, you know, cre- you know, for I have a, a bunch of uh, Twitter accounts. I, at one point, I had eleven Twitter accounts. I don't have that many now, but I do have one of my smaller Twitter accounts where I, I went in and followed all the bot accounts and I turned on notifications for them. And so that is kind of a neat way of doing it. The other thing I can do is I can actually take those tweet bots and I can actually direct them into my Discord. So that remember I mentioned at the start of this one, you can go to a Discord server that is only for you, that you're bringing in all the different channels of Discord that you want to hear. What you can also do is you can bring in the Twitter feeds that you want into your Discord, and now you're only having to pop up in your own individual server, maybe open that channel, and now you're seeing what all of these things are posting. And then, you know, on top of that, I would say, you know, the other part of this that I think it can be really valuable is, you know, favoriting or turning on notifications for um, certain accounts, certain things that are going on, um, and then really kind of just kind of monitoring them that way, right? There, there's a couple people right now for me, there's three that come to mind, that if they talk about an upcoming NFT drop, I'm immediately adding it to my calendar and my spreadsheet, because I'm like, okay, I want to track this. Even if I'm not going to mint it, I know based on their track record of what I've seen them promote, um, how they handle themselves, how they you know, post those things out there, um, they're worth you know, kind of you know, listening to and kind of um, engaging with. Now, I will say, you know, in our Discord, I mentioned this last episode as well, you know, I am a big fan of crowdsourcing feedback. And so we do have a channel um, in our Discord. If you guys want to check it out, you can jump in. The Discord link is in the, the bio or just go to discord.gg slash ADHD coin. Um, we do have a channel and we actually have a couple channels now that are set up um, with this in mind. But you know, one of them is called NFT Other Projects. 
And I know we've had a couple of people, um, you know, shout out to uh, Jonathan and Sean and Lubna and, uh, you know, a couple of others that, uh, let me see who else has dropped their, um, you know, feedback in there. We had Ben, uh, Ben, uh, Engage Ben dropped in there as well. Um, they dropped in the, into the Discord and they'll say, you know, this is what uh, Ben wrote. He's like, hey, the drop was on Saturday. It didn't sell out on initial mint. Still slow sales, so they don't really reveal until today. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this project, right? And I, and I shared my thoughts in there in the Discord. Um, some others that are, um, you know, that are in this space are sharing that in the Discord. And I, I really am a fan of that kind of uh, kind of collaboration and sharing and kind of getting that like third-party validation and, and feeling out, you know, what others are, are having to say. And then last but not least, when it comes to tools... I will also, I will put this out there, you know, part of this Mint 365, um, you know, experience and project and like everything that we are, that we are currently working on is also focused a little bit around this software idea. And so if you are one of the ones that are going to mint an NFT with us, right, we're going to have 365 NFTs that are going to be sold for $365 each. And then we have the founders NFTs that are going to be sold at 1.1 ETH on uh, OpenSea. If you are holding any of those NFTs, what we're going to do is we're going to you know, have a private discord for people to, to participate and listen in on and share, you know, suggest projects on but we're also going to really be you know i have a couple people in uh, my circle that are experienced in the software space and they're going to be part of this you know um, this group and one of the things that will be neat about this is that we're going to start tracking things we're going to start you know looking at things even you know no one that i know of is minting an nft every single day and one of the things that i want to be able to track is okay what was what, what's the average, you know, of all of these NFTs that we're minting in the first seven days, what does the floor price do on the ones that we're minting, right? Not on all of the collections in the world. These are the ones that we've selected, right? And so I, I can tell you, we're, we're kind of logging this information now and then hopefully working it through a couple of my, you know, the people that I know of that are in the software space. And if you're listening to this and this is something of interest to you, uh, definitely check out, you know, our Discord, jump in there, let us know. And also, you know, if you snag an NFT uh, when we drop them here um, in the next couple of days, um, you'll have access to participating in that. And so we're going to kind of create our own little software for tracking. And I will tell you, that's something that I've been doing manually with some spreadsheets. And what I've been doing is I've been looking at, you know, from a high level, some of the things that exist, you know, in my opinion, on some of these NFTs, and I'll just put in the data every once in a while. And then when I'm looking at something and trying to decide if it's worth it, I'll go back into my spreadsheet and look and say, Oh, you know what, the last three projects that I went in on that had a very low mint value and then didn't sell out right away. You know what? They, they haven't really gained traction versus, Hey, cause I'm for, you know, here's just another little bit of alpha for me. I actually love projects that are slow um, burns, which means they don't sell out right away within seconds or minutes. Right. You know, and I, I like to always caveat like V friends with Gary Vaynerchuk, um, Gary's that didn't sell out for 12 days. Right. And so just because a project doesn't sell out immediately doesn't mean that it is not a value. I actually like some of the ones that have capped, um, you know, during, you know, when they haven't sold their full 10,000, so they just capped the project. Um, I actually like some of those projects because once those projects start to take 
um, you know, upswing, there's less available. So now the ones that those of us that have it actually have, um, you know, have a more rare uh, find. Even the the very first uh, PFP NFT that we uh, minted here on Mint 365 uh, was the Chibi Galaxy, uh, Chibi, Chibi Galaxy by uh, the Chibi Nation by Chibi Labs. Um, and I, I have a couple of their other NFTs and that project didn't sell out. It didn't hit the 10,000. So they capped it at whatever. I can't remember what the number was exactly off the top of my head. But I actually was excited to see that, you know, I wasn't excited to see them not sell out because I'm a fan of the, the founders. So I would have loved to see them um, sell out for that reason. And we're going to have the founders on, the, on, the, on an upcoming episode um, real soon. So you guys can hear from them as well. But I was actually excited because the artwork, I believe, is amazing. And I love what they're doing in the metaverse. I also love their focus on their community. I actually did their survey monkey that they put out today. Um, and they had some really great questions in there um, in their survey that I thought was, you know, kind of world class. Um, and so all of that to be said, like, I, you know, there's all these things that kind of factor in. And so I'm, you know, what you guys hear on the show every single time you listen to it every day, hopefully you guys are listening every day, is that tagline of like, do your own damn research. And Part of that, like doing your own damn research is also, you know, starting to track and look at what matters to you. Now, I know for some people that are listening to this, if you made it all the way this far in the episode, kudos to you. Like, you know, I know a couple, you know, shout out to, you know, Molly and I know Rachel and some other friends of mine that have, you know, have said, Brian, I want you to create an episode on this. You know, some of you would just love a podcast or love a podcast, love to know like, hey, where do I spend my money? What are the projects that I should invest in today? And I will tell you, I'm working on something in that, that I want to help out my friends on that. So I want you to stay tuned because I will say one of the things that I like to do is I love to reverse engineer, like what are the decisions I made on both the projects that I have minted and bought versus, and even the projects that I have not. And so I'm thinking about doing a series um, and it's probably going to be an every week series where I actually kind of go over my projects. I pick like three or four of the NFT projects that I've invested in and I'm over, I have over well over a hundred now in my personal um, wallet um, and just kind of share like my thoughts on it, the reasons. And then if I think it's worthy or worth investing in the floor right now or buying a more, um, you know, a more solid one, uh, for example. And, and these projects keep changing. And, and I'll leave you guys with this. You know, just because a project kind of hits that lull doesn't mean it's going to die. There's lots of ways that the project can come back, the community can come back. But another option is there are some teams, some DAOs, some groups that can take over a project. And I will tell you, one of my favorite art projects that I backed um, early on, I own uh, four or five of them, is called Bad Kid Alley. And Bad Kid Alley, I love their art. I thought they had a, a really nice, you know, Discord. But it did kind of like the the price and the kind of like momentum around it seemed to kind of just be uh, fluttering, you know, fluttering around the last couple of weeks or so. And they just announced today um, that uh, a friend of mine, Tyler, and, and some others, this uh, DAO group, is actually going to take over that NFT project and kind of, you know, bring some life into it. You know, they're going to add a new roadmap. They're going to change some things up. And I can tell you, as soon as that happened, I went and looked, what are the floor rarities on this project right now to snatch up a couple more? So the other part of this that you want to be listening for is not only the projects that are successful or the projects that are upcoming or the projects that you believe are going to you know, shoot to the moon, but also the projects that you just have this like affection for that you know that they might be rescued or there might be something really good around the corner or something possible that could happen because... 
I think that's another place here that, you know, I'm, I'm a diamond hands, uh, holding person, right? I hold my NFTs way longer probably than most people would or should. Um, I'm just one, I'm a collector. I like to collect. I like to hold on to my believing community. But part of that is also because I believe in second chances. I believe projects can come, you know, out of that, you know, lull and and kind of uh, emerge forward. So, with that being said, I'm going to include all of the links, um, all of the stuff that I um, said here um, on the show. If you don't see the links um, there immediately um, for the this the, the tools that I shared out, um, give it a little bit of time. I, I post the put the updates for the podcast up um, and the show notes. But sometimes I've noticed that not all of the show notes are uh, populating to all the podcasting apps. And I think that might be just because we are a daily podcast and that just might be the case. And so um, with that being said, my friends, it is, uh, you know, December 2nd. It is one, two, zero, two, two, one, one, two, zero, two, two, one. I just love numbers. And these, this year and next year is giving us a lot of opportunities to play with numbers and today feels just like a good number. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope this provided you value. Do me a favor. If there's tools that you like that I haven't talked about, right? There's another tool called IC Tools, IC.Tools. Um, I love that tool. I, I'm a big fan of that tool. I have another tool that monitors my portfolio that I really like, that, um, that is a really good tool for, you know, um, kind of the like assessing like, okay, this is what your your portfolio is worth right now. Like um, that one is called NFTBank.AI. There's lots of these tools that are out there. I'm using a, a lot of them. I'm kind of like a tool junkie. Also, it helps just, you know, a lot of times I'm giving these tools for free as an influencer um, so I don't have to, you know, pay the, the fee and so I can test them out. But if there's tools that you love, you know, send me a tweet on Twitter um, at, at iSocialFans and just let me know the tool and I will check it out. And um, if it's if it's cool, I'll make sure um, to, you know, give you a shout out, give you credit uh, on a future episode and, and I'll include it in the Discord as well. Um, and we're also going to have in the Discord we have a an NFT education channel um, that we're going to have not only a lot of links in there, but we're going to continue to update with some like powerful documents, some great perspectives, even some other podcasts that we really like um, in this space as well. So, uh, my friends, this podcast is always powered or super powered by the ADHD Coin. Check it out at ADHDCoin.com. I'm telling you right now is the best time to get in on that because as soon as these NFTs drop and they're being funded and people are buying them with ADHD coin, that is, uh, that the coin is only going to go up higher and we're going to have a lot of fun with that. So um, until next time, my friends, make it a great day. This show is Cheers. not financial advice, so do your own damn research.